Jeff here. Thanks for listening. Go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag or click the link in the show notes for the show's archives, ways to connect, ways to support the show, information about happy hour, and more. Johnson coming to you from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico with me today. Um, Brett, how you doing, Brett? I'm good. How are you? I am delightful. Um, we're going to get into into some uh, some mom and baby talk in a, in a minute. Hey, listeners, I'm thinking we're, we're going to change the name of the series I'm doing with Brett. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but we're going to we're going to start focusing on on look um what's going on the last episode brett and i did together uh we talked about the fact that uh that uh, brett got herself knocked up and yeah. no that's that's not that's it's okay i mean i guess technically yeah it was planned like a planned knocking up yeah no yeah no so what's the um that's not the right term is it brett, no, brett is with child yeah. That, what what's the terminology? What's the what's your preferred terminology for your your current state? Uh, I feel like I'll usually say having a baby because I don't having, know, like or pregnant works too. But that seems like I don't know. That like has like a weird line to it. I feel like yeah. I mean, having a baby that would. I mean, I think you got to be in the delivery room or on your way there, or there has to okay, be some sort yeah. of crowning. Crowning has to be. No. eminent yeah. in the if you're having a baby right so like when i told my family i said we're having a baby in december so yeah there's that kind of language maybe you're but that becomes like a lot of words to say yeah you're you're gestating a human life yeah yep <laughs> sure <laughs> that, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound right anyway um brett and her husband are are are, are with child oh, with child how about with child with child with child brett, brett and her husband are with or are, are intentionally with child and i think it's delightful i've i've uh i've pre-named the child avocado that's my working it's my working name for the for the soon-to-be human um until brett tells me not to do that or throws out something i think avocado Probably a little bit bigger than an avocado by now, huh? Yeah. So the app I use, I use this app called Ovia to keep track of everything. Um, not really keep track. I just like check it once a week when I'm at like a new week to see if anything exciting is different. And so like there's all these different apps that like compare the size of the baby to all these different things. But the app I use, I like to do the weird but cute animals setting. Oh. So this week... My child is the size of a puffin, a like the puffin. little That's a bird, like, right? Like, like the little bird, yeah, like the penguiny bird. And last week it was a chinchilla. Yeah, but I then, 
these these apps didn't exist when uh when when I was with child I mean not I when when we were with with child children, um, yeah yeah uh there we didn't know chinchilla so a chinchilla is a little bit smaller than a puffin I guess so well and like the sizes don't always make sense I don't think like some weeks it's like like I think vegetable wise I'm at an ear of corn but then how is that that different from like an eggplant but like eggplant happened at some point i think or maybe i'm coming up on like i don't know or like gi joe doll um a chocolate bar uh, like all these things that i don't really consider the same size you know if you lined those up i would not be like those are the same size yeah there wouldn't you wouldn't notice the progression there um Yo, man, and, and oh man, don't get me started on an eggplant. I've been, I've been, you know, we've been at the farmer's market on a regular basis. And there's, mm. I mean, there's so many eggplants. Well, they can vary in size too. Yeah. Or um, like the what to expect app that I'll check that too. Um, they have like partnered with Disney. So they'll do Disney related things that your child is the size of. Like I think it, this week it's like, who's pot of honey but it's like these are all animated like they're all like one inch big on the screen so i don't really know how a child well, first you got to get a bigger screen I, I don't know you know what you, i mean you need to look if i'm watching winnie the pooh i'm watching winnie the pooh at least i, I need 55 65 inches <laughs> yeah. of uh of screen to watch winnie the pooh um if you're watching like, look you're watching winnie the pooh on your phone is. you got to step it up people that's some 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 good animation. Oh well. Anyway, um, listeners, we're going to talk about this stuff now because I think it's a I think it's amazing because one we can talk about we can talk about you know developmental stuff, but we can also talk about what the fuck Brett's going through um, as a as a new mom. Um, Brett, on a ep- recent episode that you weren't on, I put out a call for parenting oh, advice. Oh, you heard that? Um, I listen yeah. Always. Um, I put out a call for parenting advice for Brett and I think it was Carol said, uh, the last thing a, a new mom wants is parenting advice from strangers and lucky for you, Brett, nobody, nobody has taken me up on my, on <laughs> no my one offer. Has any advice. Um, so I guess I'm gonna have to start making stuff up. Um, so what, like, what, are, what, are, what are we talking about now? What's going on? Oh, so like I'm very type A, I think you've caught on. Mm-hmm. I, I like to plan. Red is an organize. organizer and a planner. Yes, yes. So I, when I first got pregnant, I wasn't going to let myself plan anything because <laughs> I was like, that seems silly. But then I realized how much peace planning brings me. So what I've been doing now is I can plan and think on things as much as I want, but I'm not holding myself accountable to any of it. That sounds so. healthy. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. So like But just a few with, minutes ago you said you planned the baby. How 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 did you have okay, were so there like, charts involved? Yes. yes were you actually. like I need to be pregnant by um No, well <laughs> I don't know. That's like a whole other thing. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like was like tracking all the things and then I of course had to research how like fertility cycles and all this stuff worked and then like so I can carry a lot of conversations about that now. Um, <laughs> and then when I got pregnant, but like the things I want to plan that like excite me would be like, like what kind of sleep schedule will we use? But I'm like, in the end, that's not going to end up mattering, but I can let myself think about it. Oh, and, sure. Yeah. 
And so yeah, and are like I planned my registry super early just because I was so exhausted, but it was something I felt like I could have control over that still felt productive. Yeah, because in uh in a few months you won't have control over anything for the next exactly. 20 years. Um uh so what have you been planning? So I made my registry, which was fun. It's like crazy how much this, so like I just like go on Pinterest and saw recommendations for like, uh -huh. so it's like for our baby shower, like gifts that we want. But then it's also like weird to like ask people for gifts. But then it's like, shit, babies need a lot of stuff. It looks like, um, I don't, I don't know. So, and then like, everybody has ideas. Like, yeah, kind of like Carol was saying, I get a lot of advice on what I should put on my registry, which seems, yeah, like whatever. And like, I, I'm kind of a particular person. So mm -hmm. we're keeping the gender a secret. We don't know what it is. And we're, we obviously can't tell people because we don't know what it is. Are, which, okay, okay, I got to ask this question. Are you going to find out? So what I'm thinking as of now, we're fine not finding out. Um, of course, like we were at the appointment where they could test for it. Um, and in that appointment, my husband says, actually, I kind of want to know. And I was like, this is not the time to have this fight right now. Um, <laughs> so what we did as a compromise, because what I had said was, well, how about if we change our minds, we just test later. And the midwife was like, oh, that's not really how it works. We either test now or not at all. So we did test for gender, but we just haven't looked at the test results. You got to, it's um, like so, the, it's like the Oscars. You got a sealed envelope. No, I I just have like a link. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> just a link. <laughs> yeah. I I um, think I think you shouldn't find out. Yeah. So part of my that, idea is maybe a week before we'll check just so no. Oh uh, yeah. Um. We 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 didn't and and with with either of the kids and and the reason was there there are very few real surprises in life. That's what I words yeah and 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 why not have a real surprise exactly uh, no and I again being type a I always look ahead I always find spoilers I'm very rarely surprised on things because I just need to know so let's embrace so are you, if you're if you're reading if you're reading like a, a novel you skip to the last chapter to find out how it ends um no I don't I try not to do that, but sometimes if we're like on like the page of like the climax, my eyes will accidentally jump ahead and see what's coming. <laughs> and it's like, I can't control it. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> so what kind of stuff are you, what kind of baby stuff are you, are you thinking about? Okay. So like one of my obsessions right now is Montessori. I got a book on it because so like, to be frank, when I was in college and we studied Montessori for like, I don't like one of our courses where we had done like here's these like really popular early childhood practices will take like a week to study each of them and mm -hmm. when we learned Montessori stuff I did not care for it I like found it to be like the way it was introduced to me it felt more limiting than what I wanted my teaching practice to look like and mm -hmm. stuff. But then I started seeing how they do it for infants on Instagram, and that seemed more cool. So then I bought a book about it that I'm really enjoying. I'm almost done with it um, about Montessori for babies. So did, with that comes did, some of did, the Montessori stuff. Did Montessori write the book? No, it is by Simone Davies and Junipa Ouzadiki. Um 
but they are both like certified Montessori people kind of stuff with their own mm. um, classrooms and whatever. So I suggest you go look, here's some more parent advice. No, don't. I mean, this, <laughs> this is early learning advice. Go, go read Montessori's original books. Yeah. If you want to be bored fucking to sleep. Okay. Um, she, um, no, Speaking I mean, of, I did read free to learn in preparation for parenting. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, um, I technically, I got too excited about Montessori. So I have two chapters left on free to learn, but I knew sure. my husband who's also a libertarian would love it. So I made him. Oh yeah. Good it. man. Um, yeah. have you, have you delved into Gerber? No, I don't know. You got to, you um, got to get, you got you to get some Meg to Gerber and some, some Pickler into your, into oh, your life. I love like the Pickler, like the actual Picklers. So one of the arch one, like the climbing thing. I love those. I think they're super fun. I've always had them in my classrooms. No, I mean like um, the Pickler. But I know like, the person. Yeah. Yeah. So did yeah. they have stuff, but did they invent, invent the Pickler? um inspired if not invented i don't know if okay. i don't know if uh if if emmy pickler was uh out in her woodworking shop um okay. building building climbers but uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> no but but no no um pickler was kind of uh, gerber was kind of a student of pickler's and pickler uh, was referenced in this montessori book yeah but i i i montessori is a little bit structured in and and i think i think some of the the montessori inspired stuff i mean it's kind of like the uh reggio inspired stuff yeah. they, they they drift far it's like uh it's like uh it's like iced tea that's all full of pomegranate and shit it, it mm. everything gets everybody puts their own spin on things but uh but pickler and gerber that's some 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 good shit there um so what are you liking about the montessori um i think it's cool like the amount of like kind of like freedom and respect granted to even like the youngest children kind of stuff like the like we're gonna try to do a floor bed which is something i hadn't thought about but then and like obviously everybody does what works for them but like i was like wow i never realized how cribs were just baby cages um <laughs> until well, yeah. i said a little I don't know like it just didn't click to me and like maybe it's the way it's being introduced to me it makes more sense of like um you know when they can like see everything that they want they want outside of their cage like yeah that's kind of distressing I'd cry too um sure um so. I would argue you're gonna find out in in the first year that that having a cage for the baby might not be a bad idea no. um because once once little avocado starts moving around I'm, I'm looking at the room behind you and there's all kinds of shit to get into there's back there for little stuff. avocado this, is, this room is where we're like dumping everything as we work on all the other rooms <laughs> so it's not the best expression of our what what, what is a floor bed I didn't know what so it's essentially a nice way of saying a mattress on the floor. Um, but the idea with it is that then when they're a little mobile, their room or wherever is a yes space where everything that they have access to is stuff that's safe for them. The room is like childproof, whatever. You have like low shelves, so things they can reach, everything is sure. like safe, whatever. Um, and then, so then when they get up, they can just like shimmy themselves off their little bed and then... Mm -hmm have free reign to lift their thing what i i will definitely this later later on today but what does a a a a child floor bed 
go for up there on the Amazons or the websites or whatever? Well, you can just get like a mattress. Like it doesn't need to have a frame oh, or anything. So you could okay. just get a mattress. And some people will then like start with a twin right away or something. Um, we did a crib mattress. So then if we change our minds and want a crib, we can do that. Um, Big yeah. mistake. Um, Big but mistake. then you can get really cute frames. I've mostly seen them on like Etsy, but you know, with Etsy, you can shop around and find different prices. They're probably just like a couple hundred dollars. I don't know. But mm -hmm. it's also something when you look at it, like someone with some tool skills could make that. I don't know. You, you need to go to your local pet warehouse and and go with the giant dog bed like like uh like you like you get for a like great dane one of those big ones things. yeah because yeah. they're all they're, they've all got the they've got i got the memory phone mattresses and they've got they've got i mean you get all the colors and everything you you can't go wrong they're they're easy to clean because because a little avocado is going to make a mess of it you can just mess, hose it yeah. off in the garage you, you gotta go dog bed <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. know. I don't know. No. no? I, yeah, I feel like if you get too many things intended for animals for your child, it becomes a little disrespectful at a certain point. But maybe that's why most, well, most all that stuff exists for dogs is 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 because people pe treat their dogs like children. Um, and if we're talking free range and trust and everything, um, why why not trust them as much as you trust your dog? I don't well, like, I don't know. I don't, I've never had a dog, so I'm, I'm not super familiar with these beds you're describing. Um, you've never, but... okay. Well, um, now I'm, I'm a little bit distressed that you've never had a dog and, and, and you're getting trusted with a human. Dogs, oh, so, but okay. I don't think I'm allergic to humans. So. Okay. Well, I like the idea of the floor bed. I, I would kind of like yeah. that for myself. You know, you um, roll out in the morning. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, I've got. A, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm partaking in a mimosa now. We're recording this, and you know, if I have another one after we're done, I might just. It, it'd just be. It'd be easy at the end of recording. I just fall over here, here in the studio yeah. in my floor bed. I think that'd be good. What else is on the plan? In the plans? Um, I'm trying to think what. Or else. the obsessions. The obsessions. Well, I had my like registry obsession because that had like a lot of stuff. Um, and then we're planning my baby shower, which I think is going to be a good time. So it's at the end of October. So I'm encouraging all the guests to wear costumes. Um, a costume baby shower. Yeah. Um, for, I thought I thought baby showers were something that somebody else planned for you. Yeah, I'm too much of a planner. So me and my friend are doing it together. <laughs> like she had said, like, be as involved as you want, but I know you. So mm -hmm. we'll do this together. Yeah. Um, and to get together, she just lets you do everything. And, and no, we're good it. at like talking about it oh, and good. like bouncing ideas together. And then she's, I mean, but she also has like, like professional party planning experience. Uh -huh. Um so she's pretty good at it all. Oh, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a blowout. What kind of right. costumes is there a theme to the costumes? Um, the theme for the party is a baby is brewing because I thought that was cute. Because <laughs> it's got alliteration. I mean Yeah. And and like a little cauldron. Yeah. Sure. Um oh yeah. And so we have like a spreadsheet that we're working off of um with multiple things. Like, 
pages and stuff. Um, yeah, but I like Um, well, okay. A multi a multi page spreadsheet to plan a baby shower. Yep. So like page one has like guests and their addresses. And then I've created like a whatever where like we, if we write yes, it turns the boxes green. If we write no, it turns the boxes red for if they're coming or not. And then, Oh, wow. You get, you, you, <laughs> oh man, I like it. I like a spreadsheet with, uh, with color changing calculations. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. that's nice. I like that. And then turns out again, because there's so few surprises in life and then I spoiled the surprises I do get my, the registry app I'm using sends me a notification when someone buys something. So I know it's been, I don't know what's been bought, but I know something's been bought And then I was like, oh, cool. I'll just know when that happens. No, I have no control. I immediately check who bought what and how much it cost. Um, so I've then created on my spreadsheet um, what that person has gotten for me. And then to make up for the fact that I have no control and check what all of my gifts are. And I'm so grateful for gifts. Um, I just have been writing their thank you cards ahead of time. Pre 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 thank yous. <laughs> You're not gonna have The any party time. isn't for months, but I have a few thank you cards. Yeah, ready. I mean, one. Yeah, well, and I mean, once December rolls around, you ain't gonna have any time, so you might as well get Exactly. it taken care of ahead of time. Um, so I, I, I thought of you on the beach this morning because uh, me and the hounds are walking along, and it's at sunset, Mm -hmm. and and up the beach a little ways, there's a, in the surf, the surf is coming in, and there's a backpack, and I What thought. size? Oh, like a good sized backpack um and it's there and it's kind of rolling on the surf and so um i i pulled it out because i thought oh what is it? is it full of cocaine that i could feed to a bear Mm-hmm. Yeah. is it uh is it full of uh uh plastic wrapped cash what's in this backpack and it turns out it was one of those diaper bag backpacks Oh, yep. that was full of full of baby stuff there are some there are a couple packages of wet wipes and you know stuff like that and uh I thought, well, I can't feed that to a bear. Look, I, Nope. I, I probably couldn't even Well, find a bear. If it was full of cocaine, I wouldn't even know not where to find a find bear. it. Um, and, and look, you don't want to feed cocaine to a dolphin. Um, No. no, that would, I mean, that would just, I mean, they're, Imagine. they're yeah, they're assholes anyway. Um, and and other than other than feeding it to a wild animal, I wouldn't know what to do with a bag of cake, cocaine. So I'm kind of glad it wasn't cocaine, but I was kind of disappointed it was a diaper bag. But then I thought, oh, maybe I maybe I'll I'll just I'll just haul this uh, this wet diaper bag out of the uh, the ocean and send it to Brett. And I thought, no, that would be too much work. Um, so then I thought, I will ask Brett a question. You're so where? How did this diaper bag end up? abandoned in the ocean my guess would be it was a family visiting the beach and maybe things got hectic when they were leaving and they accidentally forgot it and then it got swept into the ocean oh yours isn't as dark as mine oh <laughs> my, my thought was families families out on a boat Mm -hmm. they're Oh, out and there they drowned. They're, well, I don't know if they drown, but they're out on a boat. Maybe they're out on a part pontoon and it's the, you know, uh, multi-generational as the grandparents and, uh, and the kids and, and the grandkids. Uh -huh. Oh. And, 
and uh and everybody's having a good time but then then orcas killer whales come over and attack they've the been on the attack yeah, yeah I've heard that. Pork killer whales have been on the attack and 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 then the boat is it, they puncture one of the pontoons and the the boat starts listing to one side and and then and then the daper bag goes over and and then people start going over and and then my question to you Brett is you're in a boating accident with the baby how do you handle that? Is the baby wearing a life preserver? Because a lot of people, you know, all the adults, maybe they've got life preservers on the on the boat for for everybody. And uh, but you know, baby size, but people still bring babies on boat. What do you do? I would hope that the baby would have a life jacket on. I feel like I usually see where kids wear life jackets, their babies wear life jackets, but like grown ups, it's optional. Um, but that's just a hope. Um. I don't really know. That sounds like a, like a really scary situation. Um, <laughs> just the thing pregnant pregnant women want to want to want to think about, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Are you are you are you going down for the third time and you're holding the baby up to somebody that's still on the boat to to save a little avocado while you're drowning or what? This is, well, this is and like, are there actively whales, like killer whales attacking you during this? Well, and see, I don't know about the killer whales, if they're just pissed off at the boat or if they're... Well, orcas are known to like play with their food. Like they like yeah. to screw around with it before they kill it. Yeah, they're, they're like throwing seals up in the air and everything. Exactly, and... yeah. And like, I don't know, like flipping icebergs and stuff. Sure. The tiny ones, yeah. Sure, um, yeah, tiny, the tiny, not the big ones. That'd be a big fucking orca. Yeah, <laughs> one of those Titanic-sized icebergs that's getting yeah. flipped over by a by an orca fin. Um, um, so so where does that? Do you do you develop some sort of? They talk about the, like uh, like like parents in those situations that there's an accident and then the adrenaline kicks in and you lift the back of the. Buick off of your off of your right, baby yep. after the act. Do you do you do you think you're going to have super mom strength or 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 things like that if 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 those kind of scenarios play out? I don't. I'll say as a pregnant person, I've never felt weaker. Um, but I don't know what that means in terms of yeah, a boating accident. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you 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 the adrenaline kicks in and you like yeah. punch the orca I don't know, like. But yeah, and because like the, I may be fighting back a little against the orca would help. It's supposed to help with sharks. Sure. Um, I believe like you poke them in the eyes or something. Uh-huh. Um, because well, you're in the middle of drowning. It's it's really, really easy to find a shark eye. <laughs> I don't know. That's what, that's what they said on like Mythbusters, I think. Um, and then they tested how easy it would actually be to poke the shark in the eye. Um, you, you you always got to carry a pool stick with you. That's what you. That's what yeah. you need to put that well, on your I registry. Think orcas' eyes are set kind of far back in their heads compared to their mouth if they're attacking you with their mouth. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and so that's going to be hard. To, you're going to need a long stick. Put that on your registry. Yeah. Long, a long orca stick. <laughs> orca eye poking stick. Yeah, need an eye because I mean that'll come in handy. I mean if you're on if 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 you and baby avocado are are out on a hike and uh, and wolves attack, you'd be able to use your eye poking stick on the wolves. Um, another kid is annoying, uh, a little avocado on the playground and you can gouge them in the eye, eye. just kind of, kind of when their, their mom isn't looking and he just kind of, kind (laughs) of poke the kid. I think that'd be good. Um, uh, uh, so I'm going to try to come up with, uh, with, uh, more of these scenarios to find out how you're, because I'm, I'm, you know, 
prepare me. You, you you worked with you worked with kids, but yeah, thing that's that's twenty four. That's a twenty four hour gig. Exactly. So that's like a lot of people say because I like work with kids and I'm like so passionate about working with kids. They're like, oh wow, yeah, you're gonna be fine. Like you're like already all set for all this mom stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> the key component has been that like I send them home. And like, I, I'm not responsible for like, I don't know, like a lot of the major parts of their upbringing. Like I'm like here to instill like maybe some morals of kindness, but then like other morals you like bring through your life. I don't necessarily see as my responsibility. That's more of a family culture, like kind of thing. And now sure. I need to like do that as well as like, like it happens all night. Like they exist all the time. They, they exist like every one of those 24 hours they exist. Yeah. Yeah. So, so speaking of that, I got a serious question for you with all this planning. Have you spent any time planning about how you're going to keep yourself from going slowly or quickly insane as a new parent? Um, I've, I haven't. No, I guess I haven't found the book on that yet to read. So uh, more unsolicited advice is think about how you're going to make sure you still got Brett time, but also think about how you two are still going to have time for each other and your relationship and not let this new little human um, come. I mean, I, I mean, you you, you got to take care of yourself and you got to take care of your relationship, I guess is what I'm saying. And yeah, people, people don't, I mean, the registries and the sleeping arrangements and all that kind of stuff, that's, that's the planning, but those were like everything else. And we've been talking about it on this show for a thousand plus episodes. It's all about the relationships and it's really easy for relationships to get strained mm-hmm. with all that new anxiety and busyness and responsibility that comes with that, that new little human. So yeah, you gotta, no, like, you gotta plan friends. some date nights and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We've been practicing or like one thing I've had to practice is like saying where my like limits are where like I'm like pretty good at like go with the flow, whatever, but like then saying like, I, you know, like, I feel like crap today. I can't get the dishes done this time kind of stuff and talking about that. And then like another thing that's kind of become an obsession, but it's not a planning thing is I'm kind of like done doing shit because it might make someone upset if I don't. Um, It's like, I don't know, like I'm on this whole train (laughs) of like, well, like, oh, did you invite this person to your baby shower? Because they'll be hurt if you didn't. And like, I don't give a shit. Um, Like, what does it matter? It's it's not about them. So like trying to create more boundaries and like be a little more unapologetic kind of rather than people pleasing. And well, that's probably that's probably a good thing. Yeah. I've been hi Levi. Uh, I've been I've been watching. Oh, we got them. a kitten too. That's Lumi. What? What? There's we another... got a kitten. Hi, BB. He's fucking nuts. Yeah, we got a kitten, and then he had parasites, and he gave Levi conjunctivitis. It's been kind of a shit show. Um, oh. Oh, that's great. Um, and 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 look, look in in uh, in in ten months when uh, when baby's yeah, sleeping on a on a little avocado sleeping on it. Oh, that is a very oh He's so cute though. Listeners, yeah. it's a little black cat. It's very cute. Oh, 
Oh, I love it when they do the shoulder thing. Um, so so little avocado will be sleeping on his floor bed and uh the two cats will be snuggled up next to him at night, rubbing their rubbing their cat butts against his face, and then you got baby with uh with ringworm and, and pink eye. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's little... over the worms now, but they were disgusting. Oh. I don't know, like more like from a heebie jeebie standpoint. Or, yeah, but um yeah, and I got excited. Oh, no, let's talk more about catworms. Um, are the where? W- how did you experience the catworms? Where were the cat? Were there actual worms? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And where where so, were they? They were coming out of his butt. So <laughs> we got. I got him from the Humane Society, like an hour away, because my local Humane Society. I didn't care for the kitten they had, and I felt really bad not getting it. I cried about it, but then I saw that this other humane society had a ton of kittens, and they were like crazy overrun. So then I went out there, and I picked up this cute little kitty because he played the most like Levi because Levi needed a friend. He was getting very ornery. Um, He was like... Like he would like randomly like nip at us and like need to play constantly. So I was like, you need a friend. We're going to get you a friend. So I picked out this kitten because he played the most like Levi. So I thought they'd get along well. Um, And then I'd read like you need to like keep them in separate rooms for a few days, which one is hard because this house we bought has no doors. So Brent had to make a door so that the cats couldn't interact. And it was just like a piece of wood with like two by fours attached to it. So we could just like shimmy it into the doorway. Um, But yeah. And then so I was playing with the kitten and then I was laying in the bed with him. And then I look and he's a little black kitten and like white worms were coming out of his butt, like right next to me. (laughs) And it was so gross. And so I like called the vet and I called the Humane Society the vet was just like, ew, gross, oh no, I'm so sorry. Um, which kind of calmed me down because I was like, if they're not like, oh shit, your cat's about to die, like that's more reassuring to me. <laughs> like, like there's a, some sort of alien situation going on. Yeah. Like they were just like, oh no. So I was like, why don't we get him in just in case? Because this is gross. Um, so yeah. And then the Humane Society was like, yeah, we have no record of worms. So when you find out what they are, could you call us and let us know? Um, which was cool. Um, so, yeah. So what, what is the procedure for you you playing with your, your kitty and and worms falling out of its butt? So the worst um, part... What's the, what's the cleanup procedure? Are there tweezers involved? Do you, used, are they squirming used, like, around? Do you have to step on them? Oh, so just what tissue. happens is like they're alive when they're like attached. Like they were, they were tapeworms or a tapeworm. I don't know. So uh-huh. they're alive when they're attached and they're like wiggling out. And then when they detach, they die. And so then it just looks like a little grain of rice stuck to his butt or like in his fur. Luckily, he's black, so they were easy to They're see. They're easy to find. Yeah. yeah. And I usually just used like a tissue and picked them off. Sure. Um, so then, um, but they mostly come out when the cat is at rest. So it's like when he would want to like snuggle up and nap with us and he wants to nap right next to my face is sure. when the worms would start coming out. So... Let's let's you. be glad that that let the the, the butt worms um, die when they come out because the last so thing what happens is they're full of eggs and then they'll dry up and open up with the eggs 
um, you, I've never seen this happen, but I, of course, had to research it. Sure, and then of course. that a flea or something will eat the eggs, become infested, and then go on the cat. And then when the cat's grooming the fleas off of himself and eats the infested uh -huh. flea is how they get tapeworms. Uh, well, I'm just glad they died and didn't, like, try to crawl into your butt because... That was my worst fear. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of my fear. Well, like, into too. my mouth, and then I would have worms. But yeah. from what I've read, unless it has a host with the uh -huh. flea, you're not going to get it. Well, that's that's good. So as long as you didn't accidentally inhale a, a worm-infested flea when yeah. you were sleeping. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, we, we all... have fleas. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we, but we all ingest a certain number of spiders and stuff in our sleep and stuff. Uh, I think the worst, th the, the the only thing that's worse than than worms crawling out of a butt or worms crawling into a butt. Um, I think, yeah. I think that would be that would Did be worse for me. Did you ever watch that like Animal Planet show about like animals inside me? And there's like that fish that'll swim like up into your penis and... I don't know what it does, but it goes in there. No, as a as a penis haver, I try to avoid um, videos of things swimming into penises. I really it's into just, urethras, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, my my urethra gets kind of urethra gets kind of itchy just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the vet treated I, him and he has no more worms and he's mo no more worms i think this is this is this is this is great parenting preparation because there's going to be all kinds of stuff coming out of a little a little avocado that you're gonna oh, have yeah, to he be threw up so. all over me on the way home so i was just uh, yeah because Lumi, he got himself stressed out and then he threw Poor up in his carrier Lumi. i know so he threw up in the carrier so i was like i'm not gonna have you sit in your own vomit so i was holding him and then he kind of napped for a little while and then he started making weird noises and I'm driving. And so I just like put him on my lap. I was going to catch the vomit, but then I was like, what do I do when I catch it? Uh, like what's the next step? So then I caught half of it and then just let the rest fly across the car and all over me. And I just figured this is prep for parenting. Yep. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's perfect. That's perfect <laughs> practice. Um, so I, I got to know what was wrong with the kitten at the local humane society. What made it not, not worthy because it's probably been put to sleep by now by the the humane society that's right that's been my fear um so he, this kid and i think it was a girl um but it was just like like and i used to foster kittens with my family so like i have a lot of kitten experience and like a lot <laughs> of what we did was like socializing them and like different you know mostly like socializing them and helping them gain weight was what we needed to do mm -hmm. um but this little kitten didn't want to be pet like didn't want to like check me out or anything it like hid when we opened the door to the like crate it was in and then sure. it got out of the crate and it just hid and it was hissing and levi has had never hissed until until we got the kitten but i'd never seen him hiss i didn't even know if he knew how to do that and this kitten at the other humane society was hissing like crazy and then the like worker person took like 10, 15 minutes just to get the kitten back into the like the crate because uh -huh. it kept running and hiding. And it just like it just felt like not the right fit. Where if we were a zero cat household, I would have been willing to take on that kind of work. But I'm like, I don't need Levi introduced to bad habits like hissing or this no, cat you don't. that seems like it doesn't want to be like 
around anything. And like, I'm sure I'm hoping it has a happy home now with people who are able to socialize it. And I, I don't, I think that cat sounded like an asshole. I hope they put it down. And it was um, so awkward because it was the only kitten they had. Well, this other humane society had like 30 kittens they were trying to find homes for. Brent's lucky I only got one. And, Damn, does, yeah. your, does your area have a lot of coyotes or something eating all the stray cats? I don't, or? Know. I don't huh. know how it <clears throat> um this has been an amazing episode brad i, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know i didn't know there were apps that would uh would would that come i didn't know those ex apps existed oh, and they tell you like not just the size but like like i remember that i don't remember which week but one week i found out that my child is now covered in a cheesy substance and it has a name <laughs> wait 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 <laughs> Why are, you, why are you just telling me this now? Um, I'm sorry. It's not been one of my obsessions. What what kind of cheesy substance? I don't know. So it's, I don't know. Like I've learned some like gross facts, I guess. Um, but it's like, so early in like fetus hood or something, they like it covered in hair, like a werewolf is how they describe it. And then I guess the hair, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, turns into a cheesy substance. And I don't know what happens from there. I haven't gotten that far, I guess. So are we talking like nacho cheese? Or are we talking like... Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, like and multiple apps or? described it as cheesy. It wasn't just the one app calling it cheesy. Or is it that cheesy like... Is it is it cheesy like cheese? Or is it like cheesy like... Oh, that's so cheesy. I think cheesy like cheese, like the food. Oh. Oh, I might, we might need to do more research on this and come back to this. Hey, listeners, um, this is what our episodes are going to be like for a while. Um, because I, you know, I think, I think there's a really good chance Brett's going to be able to, if she, if she dealt with the cat butt worms, I think she'll be able to keep the baby alive and everything. So we, we should, we should get a lot of podcast content out of this because, um, but Brett in the future, if, uh, if anything else crawls out of the butt of your cat, I'm gonna need a picture of that really I'll quick. Get to you. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel I feel kind of deprived, and um, I'll, I'll be watching the mail for my uh, for my invitation to the uh, to the baby shower. So oh, I didn't know if you wanted one. I can send you a virtual copy. <laughs> no, that's that's okay. I won't be able to make it. Um, that's what I thought. I, yeah, I didn't invite I have, people who couldn't make it. Yeah. Yeah, I have no copy. You know. I'm not hurt or anything. Um, I have no costume anyway. Um, <laughs> listeners, before we wrap this up, I got to throw a couple things out there. Uh, you can join me for Child Care Bar and Grill Happy Hour, the fourth Tuesday of every month at 7.30 p.m. Uh, I apologize, August. I had to, had to, I ended up canceling at the last minute. I apologize for that. Um, anyway, we try not to do that too often. You can register for that. There's a link in the show notes. It's just a, a quick Zoom registration, so I have an idea who's coming. Um, you can also head over to, to myplayhaven.com if you want to connect with the show. Got rid of the uh, the 800 or the the the, the text number because uh, I just wanted to have a little bit of my privacy from the from the government. And the government wanted my the government wanted the phone company to have my social security number because I, anyway, fuck them. Um, you can connect at myplayhaven.com. I've actually set up a, a voice recorder over there. So in the chat feature, the, the messaging feature over there, you can just hit a little microphone and uh, send me voicemails for the show, or you can text me there. It's pretty nice. Been a lot of fun stuff going over there. Um, and <clears throat> the, in the last couple of days over at Playhaven, I re I, I announced uh, recently, on an episode that uh my 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 physical mutation 
Um, I talked about that, and uh, one of the listeners uh, posted over there about her physical mutation, and and then somebody else shared about her physical mutation, and so it's it's I, I'm glad to know I'm not the only genetic mutant involved in this podcast. I and I actually found I'm not gonna I shared it over at Playhaven, but uh, I'm not gonna share it in the podcast yet. I found out I've got another another genetic mutation i'm i'm just as i'm mutated as fuck people um that's going on uh at a recent episode i was talking we were talking about uh about staff retention and the need for more self-care slash burnout prevention policies and procedures somebody was asking about that so i went on a a, a multi-post thing over there with more details about what types of uh, uh policies and procedures might be helpful along those lines uh, that might turn into some stuff on Playvolution HQ, and it might turn into a podcast episode sometimes. That's that's kind of neat. Um, and and then of course I I got uh, I got a little avocado, a uh, childcare bar and grill onesie that I posted a picture yeah. on over at Playhaven. I still gotta still gotta get it in the mail. I it's a it's a newborn onesie, but I, yeah. I well my. my <laughs> My hope is by the time I get it mailed, um, avocado will probably be walking. But then, then, then the ones you'll like fit a baby doll or something. So Perfect. that'll be yeah, we'll that'll be work. cool. Um, so you can take head over to Playhaven and uh, it's myplayhaven.com if you want to connect and talk about goofy stuff. Any final thoughts before we uh, we wrap up, Brett? I had I had an answer to the blood question, but you didn't ask me. Oh, I didn't ask. I haven't asked you the blood question yet. No. Okay. Um. So the blood question. What's your answer to the blood question? Um. My when I heard you ask it like a few episodes ago. Oh my God, sorry, there's a cat on me. Um. I initially thought like my my gut instinct was Coke, like the Coke in the red can. Um. Because. Oh. <laughs> I don't, the like the soda, the pop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not the not the stuff I was hoping to find in the backpack? Not the beach substance. Yeah. No, because I don't let myself buy soda for like the house, but like uh -huh. anytime I can have a cup of Coke right now, it's so good. And I, I have a feeling that would be kind of bubbly going through your body. Mm -hmm. It would, yeah, it would kind of be like my mosquitoes or my, my worms. Mm -hmm. Um Going through, yeah, I think, and and then and then what if you get cut? Does it does it fizz like you like if you open a bottle that's been oh, shook yeah. up, does it fizz that out? Would that, yeah, well, it would, would that happen? Or? Did like if I like fell and scraped my knee, that would kind of like shake it up. But sure. then if I was, like I don't know, accidentally cut myself on with a knife on a bagel again, I I feel like it would just like spill. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and you know when you try to clean up the carbonation with like a paper towel, it still gets kind mm -hmm. of bubbly in the towel. And if you you were just sitting there with a with a tumbler and some ice and some rum, um, and, and no yeah. coke, you'd be able there to make you yourself a cocktail. You just you yeah. just kind of kind of slide a knife across your thumb, fill your tumbler up, uh, and, yeah. and you got a nice a nice uh, enjoyable cocktail. That would be it, that's a good when choice. I was living um, in Cambodia, we would have a can of coke a day to kill any parasites in us. So I'd hopefully be safe. <laughs> have you have you given the kitten any coke no i no i because i don't have it at home and he hasn't left the house oh so maybe you yeah. need to make a and, and he doesn't I'll do well in vehicles so no he does not <laughs> yeah no, no coke for the kitten <laughs> yeah. Dri driving with a cat is 
is an adventure. Um, that's that's delightful, and I'm so sorry. I thought I'd asked you the blood question okay. already. Um, I'm I'm glad we've got that in our in our yeah, collection. Listeners, you can, yeah, yeah. Listeners, you can you can share your uh, your your blood replacement ideas over at Playhaven as well. Um, I I feel like we've provided some some damn good podcast content here in the last forty five so. minutes. I think this is yeah. a, this is some good stuff. Um, uh, we got yeah. we got buttworms. We've got. Uh, uh, we had uh, had some penis talk. I, 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 my, my a little Montessori, yeah. A little Montessori. Um, we we talked about about the importance of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some vomit. Yeah. Um, no, no poop talk for listener Pam. So I'm sure she'll no. be disappointed. But you know, I'm sure that'll be coming up. I'm sure, I'm sure, baby avocado will will poop. Provide some stories. Um, yeah. 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 Oh man, the first time you get you get that. Uh, that avocado colored poop from baby avocado. It's going to, it's going to be. I'll send you a picture. Ah, I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> Listeners, this has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. The world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast that also talks about but worms crawling out of cat butts. Back soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was great. I, I learned a yeah. lot in that episode. Worm- <laughs> a stream of consciousness. Oh, how many worms were there? I don't know. There was a lot of worms. Like the only one would come out at a time, but well, it was gross. Pretty, that's better than having them spray out, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and, it was yeah. Like, and he wanted to like cuddle really close to our faces and there would well, be worms coming out of his butt. Of course he did. Yeah. Oh, he sounds wonderful. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.